This is your woo-woo best friend, a show about attainable transformation. Hey, it's Andy. Welcome back to the show. We are approaching the end of our third season of this podcast, and we are approaching the end of 2023. I have a special guest joining me today for this episode. I'm very much looking forward to sharing her with you in just a moment. This guest is one of my conscious CEO clients. And if you are interested in joining one of our programs in 2024, just a little overview of where you can find that information. If you're interested in becoming a conscious CEO, you can find that information at wewestudio.com slash conscious dash coaching. The conscious CEO is now being booked for spring of 2024. We are all full in January and February of 2024. These are one-on-one strategy sessions for CEOs, solopreneurs, and visionaries like my guest today. These sessions will infuse your business with alignment, abundance, and cutting-edge strategy, as well as holistic guidance and growth accountability. One-on-one. This is the way to have one-on-one time with me. We do, however, have space now in our Smart Girls Don't Gatekeep Mastermind. You also have an opportunity to work with me. This is in a small group environment, and this starts in January. So if you're listening to this episode today and you're feeling like, I am ready to go now, Smart Girls Don't Gatekeep Mastermind could be for you. This is a 30-day group experience focused on content strategy and designing offers that create great money in your business using human design and AI. If you're more interested in some DIY work, we have lots and lots of opportunities for that. We, of course, have the Unschool Our Intuitive Biz Academy. We also have the Instagram to Income Starter Kit. We have the Smart Girls AI Playbook. We have some human design audio workshops, lots of other good stuff. You can find all of that on the website at wewestudio.com. And just go take a little dive around the site. You can also join us for our Mallorca retreat. This is for creatives, artists, and entrepreneurs. We're going to Mallorca, Spain in March of 2024. So if you might be interested in traveling with me and members of this community, go ahead and place your deposit for that trip. There are still a few spaces remaining. Okay, so let's get into the episode. My guest today is Narayana Montufar. She's an astrologer, artist, and writer who finds inspiration in the symbolic language of astrology. You may know her from her book. It is called Moon Signs, Unlock Your Inner Luminary Power. She has served as the senior astrologist for astrology.com, and her work has been featured in publications all over the place. So you may have read her work in Vogue, Teen Vogue, Refinery29, InStyle, Britain Co., Bustle, Pop Sugar, Women's Health, Well and Good, I could go on and on. She was featured as one of Medium's Authority Magazine's 2020 Strong Female Leaders. She was named by Destig Magazine's Top Artist to Collect in 2020 and one of Vogue's 13 Astrologers to Follow in 21. In her private astrology practice, her holistic approach seeks to create a positive impact by connecting every one of her clients to the uniqueness of their chart and illuminating their path forward 
into the ultimate state of self-empowerment and self-discovery. You can find her on Instagram. It's under her name, Nariana Montufar. We'll have that in the show notes for you. You can find her website at naramon, N-A-R-A-M-O-N.com. We will have that listed for you too. She is in our Conscious CEO program, as I mentioned, and she is building out some really incredible stuff for her community in 2024. We're going to talk today about retrogrades. We're going to move through the timeline of retrogrades coming for 2024 to help set you up for success and be a fully prepared astrology aware girly going into 2024. So let's get going. Welcome my friend Nariana to the show. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Andy. I'm so happy to have you. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you over these last, this last month or so. You've been working with me and the CEO program, and you've got such good stuff coming for us for 2024. So I had to have you on the show because I want to talk about all the things that you're creating, of course, but also we want to know about retrogrades. So thanks for coming on the on the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I'm obsessed with retrogrades. So any opportunity I have to talk about them, I take. Yeah, perfect. Well, let's let's get into it. Before we talk about retrogrades, tell us a a little bit about you and your background and what brought you to astrology. You know, I was always interested in astrology. I had my first reading as a teen and That was the magic moment when the astrologer told me, you're going to have everything you desire, but it's going to be little by little. And you're here to serve. You're in this incarnation to serve. And and I remember I was like, wow, okay. How did I sign up for that? Um, And then afterwards, I actually came to astrology through my editorial career. I worked in um, Spin Media and then uh, for Horoscope.com Inc. for a long time. And I started studying, you know, I'm kind of a uh, lifelong learner. So I started studying astrology to understand better the content I was um, editing and creating. And so one day I just decided that that was my true calling. And the moment that I embraced that path, everything started really working for me. And I just love to continue my education and going into other esoteric practices. But astrology, I you would say it's like my first and closest love. Yeah, it was your gateway into all of the all of the mystical. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have published for 2024 this incredible 2024 retrogrades guide. And I'm just going to say now at the top of this conversation, as you're listening, my dear friends who are listening to this episode, go get the guide. It's going to help you so much in regards to how you work with retrogrades in 2024. So we're going to talk about them. And this is going to be a lot, but the guide is going to help you to really get dialed in on how to work with the energies of these retrogrades as we move through 2024. So I have that link in the show notes for everyone who's listening, FYI, for 
for Nariana's website where you can go get the guide. So you may want to follow along as we have this conversation if that's helpful. If you're in your car or you're on a hot girl walk, just listen and then go grab the guide later. It's going to be really helpful for you. So let's get into the retrogrades. So first, will you give us a brief overview of what a retrograde is exactly and how they can affect us humans here on Earth? Yes. So for this, I'm just going to get into quickly into a quick technicality, just just to explain what a retrograde is. So basically, we have, you know, astrology studies cycles mm -hmm. and the cycles on how the planets move around the star, around our, our, our sun, basically. And we study astrology from the perspective of where we are on this planet. Right. And so when a planet goes retrograde is because it's as far as the sun as it can be from our perspective. Mm -hmm. It will appear the planet will appear to be moving backwards in the sky, but that's actually some some like a like an optical illusion. Really, the planet doesn't really move back. It's just from our perspective. Right. And so. This is really interesting because when people find that out, they think it's like, what? It's an optical illusion? Yes, but the effects of that optical illusion are major and, and, and they change planet by planet. They're different. There are different types of retrogrades, but the effects of a retrograde are kind of like, think about it as like time traveling, right? It's like, the past comes back and uh, patterns return and and then we review things and then we rethink this. And like, you know, the, the, the classical joke about Mercury retrograde X is coming back. It's true. <laughs> it literally just happened to me a few days ago. So think about it as like time wise, you know, it's like you kind of have to go back to the past or a thing that already happened repeats or you get an opportunity to review um, an action from the past. And so the effects are major, even though we're thinking about an optical illusion. And so the, the really awesome thing about retrogrades is that they provide an opportunity for us to like review or slow down or rethink things. Um, for example, I always say the fact that growth isn't linear always relates to the retrograde of Jupiter because Jupiter is the planet of growth and expansion, right? And so, of course, we would like growth to be linear and, and continuous. But for example, working with, with Jupiter retrograde can really help us realize that, okay, you grow, 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 then comes the retrograde and then you scale back a little bit, right? It's that like four steps forward, one step back kind of thing in this case. And so, that is why it's super important to know because like, you know, we have one, like a few months out of the year where there are no retrogrades. Well, you will experience all your growth during, during those months, right? And then there's a block of months in the year where everything is retrograde and everybody's like, what's going on, right? And then astrologers say, well, there are six retrograde planets in the sky. So it helps you really prepare. It helps you review. And it also helps you chill out. You know, it's like, okay, this is the time to go, 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 go. And then this is the time to take a step back. And so 
working with that is a really good opportunity to just flow uh, with the natural cycles of our solar system. Yeah, and I think there's this there's these misconceptions that a retrograde means everything is going to break. Like you can't travel during a Mercury <laughs> retrograde. You, your laptop's going to crash. Your relationships are going to fall apart. If there's a Venus retrograde, there's all these like ideas that like if there's a specific type of retrograde, everything around that that planet influences is going to break. But what you're saying is it's it's not about everything breaking. It's about just giving yourself an opportunity to slow down, review, review your reality and be in preparation mode in advance of this energy that inevitably will be coming our way. Absolutely. I mean, it really every single retrograde is different, right? Every single one. But I think that the gift of a retrograde, right? The, the actual gift is that it invites you to see something from a different perspective, to change your mind around something. That's why we got so challenged because we're like so set on an idea or so set on a goal. And so the moment that the retrograde says, you have to change that, we're like, what? No, this is how I want to get there. But the retrograde provides a different perspective and a different way to get to your destination. And so they invite us to really think and really go within to find the answers because we know, we already know all the answers. They're inside of us. We just have to turn the light inward instead of looking for the answers we're looking for outside of ourselves. And so that's how we work with retrogrades. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that advice. And you say in the guide, you say, you say, this is kind of just like a cosmic timeout. It gives us an opportunity to hit pause, to reassess, to revamp our life plans. And when we embrace these retrograde moments, then we can emerge like a boss once the planet resets. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is, and, and that is why you want that timeline, right? That's why I created mm -hmm. that uh, the retrograde guide, because you're going to basically the first question that comes up when we say when someone's going through a transformation, that is what retrograde means, a transformation. Mm -hmm. The first question is, when is this going to end? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you have the dates now and you have that amount, that much time to go on that inner quest of like, really ask yourself all the questions that you need to ask yourself in order to make the best of that. And you will notice that when the planet starts moving forward at a regular speed, it's like, oh, that aha moment arrives. But it arrives in divine timing, one can say. Uh, one can't really push. One can only do the work um, with that planet. And, and it's also really important, Andy, to remember that we all have a very different relationship with each planet. For example, I was born with Mercury retrograde in my chart. It's the only planet that is retrograde in, in my birth chart. So I love Mercury retrogrades. Um, I feel like I'm more in flow, right? I feel like I feel like I'm like fish in the water. Of course, sometimes I have relationship dramas and like my, my phone, my car breaks. Yes. But then I, I understand that this is all happening because there's there's an alchemical, you know, process happening. And this is inviting me 
to, to, to see things, do things from a different perspective. Um, for example, I, I love that Mercury is retrograding Capricorn now, which is the sign of career and legacy. And I'm really literally reviewing that with you. Yes. With Conscious CEO. So that is how I am using this. That's how I am harnessing the gifts of that retrograde. Um, Capricorn is a very important sign for me. And so I'm allowing this process to, to develop itself. And what I'm doing is I'm just doing my best at reviewing, rethinking, revamping, and letting go. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that is, that's, that's the thing too, is it is so unique to each of us. And so we're going to go through the timeline and we're going to talk about each planet and when these retrogrades are happening. But just as you said, what's going to be important once you know the dates is then go take a look at your own birth chart and see what your relationship with each of these planets is as well. And that's going to be helpful to really get dialed in on how to work with these energies. Okay, so does that sound good? Let's talk about Mercury retrograde first. That's the one we know the most about. We talk the most about Mercury is going to retrograde. It's going to it's going to retrograde three times in 2024. And at some of those points, there will be other planets that are also in retrograde at the same time. And Mercury is retrograding in fire signs for all of 2024. Is that right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. give us the lowdown. So yes, the, the retrogrades of Mercury are huge in, in astrology. And that's why we pay so much attention to them. Mercury is so important in every single process we experience because Mercury rules communication. So every time you're writing, texting, uh, emailing, you are harnessing your Mercury, right? your Mercury sign. And so what's really interesting about the retrogrades of Mercury is that they always happen in the same element. Mm -hmm. For example, in 2023, we had Mercury retrograding in Earth signs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So everyone you ask about, did you think about your foundation, your money, your finances, your prices, all of that is ruled by the element earth. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what sustains us, what, what, what creates that sense of structure in our lives. Everyone did that this year, right? No one will be exempt from that. So that's interesting. In 2024, the vibe of is completely different. Mm-hmm. Mercury is going to retrograde in fire signs. So that's Aries, um, Leo, and Sagittarius. And so it's going to be interesting because, like, think about the the movement from Earth, which is slow, steady, right? It's kind of like takes its time. And the fire element is quick. It's like, let's do this. I'm ready. So the the retrogrades are going to be a little bit more intense because the changes are going to occur faster. It's like, this is over and we're beginning this and we're changing the processes. And so it's a little bit, I think that when Mercury goes retrograding in fire signs, 
it's a little bit more challenging. Why? Because like we're more impulsive, you know, it's like we're more impulsive to quit things, to start things. And, and, and in our in our overall thought process, it's just like uh, the frequency of the thought process is is, is faster. Um, and, and the fire element r- rules intuition. It rules uh, creativity. And so that is what's going to be changing for us. So in a way, it's the retrogrades are going to be easier because we're not going to be talking about like root chakra things, right? We're not going to talk about, oh my gosh, I, 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 the money and like this, right? Not, not stressing about that so much. It's going to be more about how do I give birth to things? How do I initiate things? How, uh, my, how my creative juices are experiencing a transformation. The things that used to light me up no longer do. I need to shift into something else. I need to try new palettes, right? New colors, new vistas. And so in a way, it's going to be a little bit more about our creativity. And, and, and this is important to think about. And I invite everyone here to look at their charts and look at those houses, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, and see how to you how that unites the retrogrades of Mercury will bring transformation to those three houses, forming a, what astrologers call a grand fire trine. And so this is positive in the end. You just have to dance with Mercury first. <laughs> And the dates of these retrogrades are in the guide. It's the first one we're going to experience is going to be April 1st through April 25th. And we'll see it again in the summer, August 4th through the 28th. And then at the end of the year, right after Thanksgiving time, November 25th through the 15th. And then right on the tail end, when we're still in that shadow period of the first Mercury retrograde, then we move into a Pluto retrograde in Aquarius and Capricorn. So tell me a bit about the Pluto retrograde. So the Pluto retrograde is actually one of the most important retrogrades in 2024, like it was this year. And the reason why is because Pluto is transitioning um, between zodiac signs. So unlike Mercury that moves really fast, which is why we have three to four Mercury retrogrades a year. Pluto moves really slowly. It's the slowest moving planet. The reason why the Pluto retrograde is more important this year, next year, is because it's doing a once every 15 year move, moving from Capricorn to Aquarius. And so this we're already experiencing now. So much change at a collective level because Pluto rules collective vibrations. The it's kind of like the collective subconscious and the shadow of our society. And so that is the reason why, in case you're wondering why everything is so lit up and like structures are collapsing and new, new things, new energies are coming in is because Pluto is changing signs. And the last time this happened was 15 years ago, mm-hmm. around 15 years ago. And it will not happen again for 20 years. So think about in astrology, something that takes that long to occur 
packs a bigger punch. And so that is the Pluto retrograde relates a little bit more to uh, how the structures of our society, some of the structures are collapsing to give birth to new foundations. And we will see those foundations develop over the next 20 years. Um, at a personal level, Pluto is a fact, the, the, the retrograde of Pluto in 2024 um, kind of wraps up a huge period of transformation for the cardinal signs, um, Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Mm-hmm. They're, they're kind of wrapping up a 15-year benchmark in their life. So that's huge. Congratulations. You graduated, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and now the fixed signs. So Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, you're in for a big transformation. And don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. Embrace the ability that Pluto is going to bring you over the next 20 years of taking your power back because Pluto in the end is the planet of power. Yeah. Pluto retrograde. When I when I hear folks talking about, you know, this feels like a really intense time. The structure breaking down that you're talking about, we've been seeing this coming when we think about some of the big challenges we're just having as humanity, as a collective, this is when some of those old structures really start to come to a close. And we start to see this opportunity for new ways of being really begin to come forward. Absolutely. And, um, and, and, and this year in particular, too, Pluto was doing a lot of things uh, because this is, this is a separate subject, but uh, it was squaring the, the notes. So, and that is why astrology is so helpful. It gives you kind of like a big picture of what is happening. Um, and, 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 and that allows us to figure out, okay, what's, wh- what am I going to do with that for the next 20 years? How am I wrapping up this cycle of 15 years and and what do I see myself doing with this energy during the time Pluto enters Aquarius, which um, no one alive has experienced. And that will will, will really bring a, a, a completely new set of energies for all zodiac signs, right? Yep, for all of us, truly, truly. So then we move into the summer and we have... In the end of June, we see Saturn move into retrograde and then Neptune as well. So then there's this point in the summer where we have Saturn, Neptune, Pluto, and then again, Mercury comes back around in August where we're, we're seeing in the sky four planets are retrograde at that time period. So talk a little bit about Saturn and then Neptune. Yes, of course. You know, the, the retrograde of Saturn, I feel like it's... It's incredible to look at it Mm -hmm. because Saturn rules karma, responsibility, structure. Saturn is the planet that helps you build what you build in your life. It's kind of like that inner master um, that allows you to create structure, have boundaries in your relationships, boundaries between work and play. And the truth is that Saturn is not the strongest in Pisces. Mm -hmm. Saturn entered Pisces in in the beginning of this year, and it will stay there until 2026. And so 
when when Saturn retrogrades, we have to review all of those things, right? Like since it rules career as well, it's kind of like reviewing all the progress we've done in that area of our lives during the time Saturn was direct. So it's kind of like thinking about, am I having the correct boundaries? This is happening a lot, actually, in relationships, you know, because Saturn likes Saturn likes something really structured and Pisces is oceanic. We're struggling with fi- figuring out where are those boundaries? Um, and we have to set them in order to have successful relationships. Um, and, and so when Saturn retrogrades, um, and this is not to scare you, this is to prepare you. Mm-hmm. The um, mutable signs, especially, so it's Pisces, Virgo, Gemini, and um, Pis- it's like Pisces, Virgo, Gemini, and Sagittarius. Um, this is the time for you to show up. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is your opportunity to tell Saturn, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to review my goals. I'm going to show up for my family. Anything that comes up during that time, it's like hands on. You know, I experienced that this year, actually, you know, that this retrograde of Saturn um, brought up to me, to my attention, something really big in my life uh, in terms of, um, of, of, of parenting, right, of, of, the relationship with my parents and uh, because Saturn rules authority, which sometimes is your parents, things come up with bosses. But I invite you to see the retrograde of Saturn as one of your main uh, learnings in 2024, because Saturn is going to show you what what needs work, what needs more attention. It's going to show you to where your focus needs to be. for when Saturn is direct, and and during and at the same time, Andy, you were saying that um, you were noticing that Neptune is retrograde also at the same time. So, because Neptune is basically the antithesis of Saturn, right? Saturn is let's build this, let's create boundaries, let's 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 get clear around our legacy, and Neptune doesn't want to do that. Neptune kind of like let's dance and have fun. We have two very encountered energies here. And, and that's that can be a little confusing. So during this retrograde time, the, this overlap of Saturn and Neptune, we have to be comfortable with the fact that so, it's like kind of like a build and dissolve kind of energy. It's kind of like We need to be comfortable with the fact that some of the things that we build are going to get dissolved. They're going to go away. They're going to disappear. And if that happens, it was meant to be. Mm -hmm. Everything is happening for you. Always remember that. And so think about, let's, let's say, let's say that you built something in the beginning of the year, right? Or try to build something. And then during this retrograde, it just kind of dissolves and goes nowhere. That project wasn't for you, right? That that wasn't the right angle or it wasn't the right way. Their strategy wasn't correct. So during this retrograde period, you're like, okay, I'm going to rethink that. I'm going to try to rebuild that with the learnings, implement the learnings after the summer. And then you will 
you will have something completely different, right? But we have to be comfortable with this, with this kind of like the solution of some of the things that were built. And that doesn't mean that you failed, okay? It does not mean that you failed. It means that there wasn't enough inspiration in it. There wasn't enough of you, enough of your magic in that. Because Neptune, at the end of the day, rules magic and it rules inspiration and and, and all of that. So how can you find the perfect balance between structure and inspiration, right? Because if if there's not enough of your magic in what you're building, Neptune is going to show you that. Neptune is going to show you the way. And the way to deal with this retrograde overlap, in my opinion, is to really embrace um, spiritual practices, the spiritual practice that works for you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to become the biggest guru in the world, but at the end of the day, we're dealing with Pisces energy here. And Pisces rules inspiration, dreams, poetry, right? So it's like, let, let's let's say, just to give you an example, let's say that I am writing a book mm-hmm, this year. That's my goal in 2024. And I begin writing everything, right? And everything's moving great until the summer. And in the summer, someone tells me, you need to redo this, <laughs> right? Well, that book didn't have enough of my magic, of my inspiration. It was very well structured, right? But it didn't have that like je ne sais quoi. So use this retrograde to get to that, to bring a little bit more um, magic, spirituality. And, and, And those magic moments happen when we are literally focusing on our spiritual practices. That's what Neptune requests from us. And so finding that balance between structure and inner magic is the key to handle these um, summer retrogrades. Mm. Yeah, and I love I love this reminder because sometimes I think, especially, you know, I know our listeners are creatives and artists and entrepreneurs, and sometimes when something doesn't work, we, rather than just seeing the opportunity for a restructure, a revamp, a pivot, we're like, I failed and I could never take, make another attempt at this because we feel bad. You know, we, we lose confidence. We lose, um, we lose that, like, we lose that feeling that we had when we first started it. And all of a sudden we're like, well, maybe I just need to go back to whatever I was doing before and not pursue this book anymore as an example. But what you're really giving us permission to, to do and, and the guidance to that the planets can help us with is to remember that one, one moment of your life, one failure, one success, one idea, none of it's forever. And you always have an opportunity to check back in with yourself and tap into the energies around us and make a decision to approach things in a different way the next time you go down that path. Absolutely. And then, you know, the mantra that I love about that I use for Saturn, uh, I saw it in a trip I was and I was like, oh, that's a really good Saturn um, mantra. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Mm-hmm. So it really goes along with what you're saying um, and, and being conscious to that. We're all in this, what we were just saying uh, of the structures, the, the social structures changing. 
Well, this these two retrogrades also ha- are also backing that energy, right? Because think about it. It's like build and dissolve. Um, so know that you're not you're not alone in this process of rethinking. Rethinking. Everyone is doing that, especially the mutable signs, and you will get there if it's really aligned for you. You will get there. Have patience. Um, the 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 retrograde of Neptune, just to wrap that up, is like normally think about Neptune as like that, like planet that kind of, it's a planet of magic for sure, but at a, at a, at a different vibration, it can also, it, it is that planet that helps you pull those rose colored glasses that you see what you want to see instead of what is there. And so the retrograde of Neptune strips that off. It's kind of like that hypnotic effect of Neptune kind of rips apart and then you're there seeing a hard truth. Be honest. It's it's a time to be honest about what you're doing, about what about what is really there in front of you and not what you want to see. So taking that opportunity to 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 get the truth because once you get to that truth you can really review right you can really come up to the right strategy instead of thinking that oh this is what i want to see so it is definitely an interesting combination and the funny thing about um saturn and neptune is that they will be doing big things in 2025 and 2026 so the more we get used to this energy of these two retrogrades, the more we're setting ourselves up for success in 2025 and 2026 when they have their conjunction. Mm, Okay, that's really good information. Okay, so then as we move into the fall, so now we have a Saturn retrograde happening, this this Neptune retrograde continues through December, and then Uranus and Jupiter come online and they're like, we're going to do it too. So that it's like, there's a point when we have Saturn in retrograde, Neptune is in retrograde, then Uranus comes online and goes retrograde in Jupiter in October as well. And then within some of that, Mercury comes to play a little bit also. So then there's just a lot of things happening as we go into fall and winter. So talk to us a little bit about Uranus and Jupiter and those two planets and what, what energies they, they will bring into the conversation. Of course. So <clears throat> it's really interesting that Jupiter and Uranus are going retrograde around the same time because, you know, they're like like Saturn and Neptune. They're also teaming up to do big things in 2024. Um, just to give you a little bit of an idea on what on what that set of retrogrades is expected to do. Um, Jupiter and Uranus, you know, we have the cycles of the planets. And so Jupiter and Uranus Meet, meet with each other at the same degree in the same sign only about 14 years, every 14 years. Um, and that is happening in 2024 in the spring. And in fact, that is what astrologers are seeing as one of the most uh, fortunate aspects. Mm-hmm. The conjunction of Jupiter and Uranus in April, in April 20th, we will feel it before, but um, it's expected to bring accelerated um growth, accelerated change, but because it's happening in Taurus, um, a, a money fo- money and beauty focused earth sign, it, that, that could really, 
that could really quantum leap some of us, you know, on our on our on our New Year's resolutions, on our goals for 2023. That feels like a really positive um, time for us. So think about, wow, I just this just this just went farther than I thought. This just really worked out for me, mm-hmm. which is great. So during the time that Jupiter goes retrograde, then you might see that that unva- that advancement or that um, those gains think kind of scale back a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's Jupiter retrograde. It happens every single year. That is kind of what I opened up um, in the podcast, saying that because Jupiter rules growth, expansion and success in a little way, right? Things kind of happen for us when we have a Jupiter transit. Um, during the Jupiter retrograde, you're going to have to, you're going to, you're going to have to rethink a little bit of that growth. It's like, is it sustainable? Mm-hmm. Is it sustainable? Is it real or is it inflated? Um, and, and, and am I burning myself out for this growth? Like I need to figure that out. You know, it's it's sometimes Jupiter make uh the Jupiter is fairly a very easy planet to deal with. Its only shadow side is overdoing things, over committing, overworking ourselves. And so the Jupiter retrograde might be a little bit like a scale back. That was like the four steps forward, one step back. Uranus retrograde. I, in my experience, it feels for the most part really positive because since Uranus is the planet of change and accelerated change, right? Accelerated um, shifts, we kind of get a break from that, <laughs> right? So, and if you're if you're a fixed sign, so Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius. That's a retrograde that allows you to catch your breath mm-hmm. because the fixed signs have been experiencing accelerated growth since 2018. And the fixed signs don't love growth, don't, lo- don't, don't, don't like change, right? So this retrograde is kind of like an opportunity to catch your breath from so many like shifts and turns and things ending and beginning and so much movement in your life. So I mean, I think that that retrograde, those retrogrades are kind of like the least that, you know, the least that create um, adjustments. They're just more like scale backs, you know, like uh, instead of like, I think the Saturn and the Neptune retrogrades are a little bit more intense in in, in this year, in this case. Um, But we have to think about, like you were saying, Andy, at that point in the fall, you know, I think like be, sept- like I think August, September, October, we have the, a lot of planets in retrograde. Th- that is the time that everyone kind of struggles a little bit because they don't, they're like, what is happening? Um, it's not you, it's the sky. <laughs> and take that opportunity to embrace introspection, slow down, rest. And and the good thing is that that is naturally what the fall always asks us to do. Yeah. 
It really does. And I think that's such a lovely reminder is when the season changes this coming year in 2024 from summer to fall, just pay attention to what feels seasonally right for you. So just notice what your body wants to do. You're probably going to want to go to bed a little earlier. You're going to want to slow down a little bit. And the sky is also affirming that that is that is the move for really the close of the year for 2024. So listen to all of that. Absolutely. In a way, you know what I really like about these retrogrades uh, in 2024 is that they really mimic the seasonal um, vibrations already, right? Um, We are about to experience the end of retrograde season at the end of December right now. Mm -hmm. And so... We're going to get a few months. I feel like the beginning of the year as spring arrives, it's like, go, 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 go. And then once the fall sets in, it's like, slow down. So the retrograde action, you can say, in 2024 really mimics the seasons as well. So that's really nice to have, you know, like two different energies aligning instead of going against each other because it could it could happen that way but no we have it in a way in 2024 we have it, the retrogrades working with the spring the summer and the fall so um that makes it easier to embrace um the energies it really is a beautiful way to just move through the year let the cosmic energy guide you let the natural world guide you and you'll be you'll be in the flow. You'll be in the vibe. Absolutely. Thank you so much for this conversation and for sharing your wisdom and your knowledge and tell us. Okay, you have a lot of things. You have a lot of things on deck that are coming. Tell us where we can find you, your book, your social, all that beautiful stuff and what you have coming for 2024. Well, um I wrote a book about the moon. <laughs> so um, it's called Moon Signs, Unlock Your Inner Luminary Power. And it came out in 2021. And it's my baby. I love it. It is designed to guide um, the readers to f- work with their moon sign as well as their progressed moon. So which because it changes, just so you know, the chart changes over time. It doesn't stay the same. It's like us. So that book is designed to help you that. Um, I also write for uh, many publications, but uh, you can find me on Instagram where I I uh, share a lot of content every week. And it is uh, my name, Narayana Montufar. And um I have that retrograde guide for you that you can uh, download immediately from my website, which is www.naramon.com. And I offer readings. Um, I have a lot of readings and I'm in the process of um, changing them a little bit, but they're they're very in-depth. And I will be releasing a membership in 2024 for... um, you know, spiritual seekers and astrology enthusiasts who want to get in the flow and and harness astrology, not only for their personal lives, but also for their business uh, when it comes to making decisions. And um, 
I'm also an expert on the moon. So I will be releasing a lot of content about which are the best new moons to manifest or what are also not the best new ones to manifest. And so subscribe to my newsletter. I will be releasing a lot of content on a weekly basis. And I'm also go about to launch my YouTube channel. So I got a lot going on. And thanks to you, Andy, I feel supported every, in every step of the way. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. And we'll have all the links in the show notes to get access to all of that good stuff that you talked about. And can't wait to just continue to see you share all of your magic. It's just it's so it's so special. So thank you. And I'll see you soon. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode today. This is officially our final interview of 2023. I have one mini little bonus episode coming your way to close out this year. And then we are taking a short break for a couple of weeks. And then we're coming back with a newly branded relaunched show for season four. So I can't wait to see you then. If you've loved this episode, and you got some good info on the retrogrades coming for 2024, I would love for you to share the episode in social. Give us a tag if you do. If you've never left the show a review, if you could kindly as a holiday gift to myself and our small team, drop down onto the app that you're listening to this show on. Just take a look at it. If you're on your hot girl walk or listening while you relax during family time, during the holidays, go ahead and look at your phone drop down, look at that section that says leave a review and do exactly that. I will see you again one more time before we begin season four, before the end of this year, wishing you all the cheer, love and beautiful high vibes going into a brand new year very soon. <laughs>